Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people and how to apply that truth to today's issues, trends, and culture. You can learn more about the program and our church when you visit walkintruth.com. Now here's part four of Pastor Michael's son, Pastor Shane, teaching in Hebrews chapter three, verses one through six, called Hold Fast. I was reading a study from a doctor, and he said he, had a, he did a test group with a group of men, and they didn't eat sugar uh, for a year. And after a year, he gave them all a can of Coca-Cola, which is like 38 gram, grams of sugar. Uh, by the way, if you want to stop drinking soda and you need a visual, I want you to go home. If you have a little scale in your kitchen, I want you to pour out 38 grams of sugar onto that little scale and see how much sugar that actually is, and you'll probably never have a soda ever again. It's pretty eye-opening. And he said that they took the drink, and their body had become so accustomed to not having those toxins that when they took a drink, two of the guys actually vomited upon drinking the soda. Because when, the, when we starve the flesh of the things that it craves, the cravings become weaker, and the spirit gets stronger. A biblical scholar many years ago drew it up as a picture as two dogs inside you that are fighting the flesh and the spirit and the dog that you feed the most will gain strength and will overcome the other. What are you feeding tonight in your life? The flesh or the spirit? Turn with me to John chapter five to your left in our gospels. John chapter five. If you're new to the scriptures, we have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John five. 45 and four, through 47. And it reads like this. Do you, uh, don't, do not think that I will accuse you before the father. The one who accuses you is Moses in whom you've set your hope. And Jesus is speaking here. He says, okay, don't think that, um, I'm going to accuse you. Moses has already written about me. So he says, for if you believed Moses, in verse 46 of John 5, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. It doesn't get any more clear than this. Jesus is saying, if you guys believe Moses, he was writing about this Messiah that was going to come. Hello, I'm right here. And Jesus fought battles for years with the religious leaders who were so caught up in their self-righteous pursuits that they couldn't see that the Son of God, God incarnate, was standing right before their eyes. And instead of arguing over the law, they should have been falling on their faces in worship. And they ended up crucifying him as they falsified a testimony against him and falsely convicted him. And they murdered the Son of God. Scripture says that Jesus came to his own and his own did not receive him. Verse 47 of John 5 says, but if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Jesus is saying, I have come as the full atonement He's the answer. He's the truth and the life. So the question becomes, who is Jesus to you tonight? Is Jesus a weekend thing for you? Well, you're here on a Wednesday night, so that's a good start. But let's, let's ask the question, is Jesus a Wednesday night thing for you? 
Is Jesus a Wednesday night and a Sunday morning thing for you? And then the rest of your week, who knows? Jesus may reign as the ruler over your life or maybe not. Everybody loves Jesus as the Savior, the hero of the story. But as soon as you tell people, oh, by the way, if you trust in Jesus, he has to be the Lord who rules over every area of your life. And you're going to be, if you're going to be in his house, if you will, back to Hebrews, if you're going to live in his house, you've got to live by his rules. This is where a lot of kids growing up struggle, right? Everybody loves the comforts of living in mom and dad's house. But many kids struggle to adhere by mom and dad's rules. And they go in, they're in tandem. And that's the call, the heavenly calling that we're talking about in your life is that if you're going to live in the house of God, you have to live by his rules. He is the authority. Not the opinions of your coworkers, not what you think is okay or not okay. No, what Christ has spoken, that is the authority. Go back to your gospels. I just had you turn back to Hebrews. We're going to jump around again. That's okay. This is nothing compared to Pastor Michael. He's all over the place, and it's great. I'm not complaining. If you want to learn your Bible and you want to know where things are, just bring a physical Bible and follow along, and you'll begin to learn the scriptures and how to navigate them. Uh, Luke 24, 25 says this, O foolish men and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? 27 of Luke 24. Then beginning with Moses, so here's our idea again, and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. This is Jesus speaking again about how he is the ultimate fulfillment. He is Christ in the flesh. He's come to redeem men. The Old Testament is all about Christ. And Hebrews has been said to be the most Old Testament, New Testament book you'll ever read. It's full, absolutely saturated with Old Testament references. Again, that's why we teach the Bible here at Living Truth, because we believe it's the power of God. If you look at the back wall, 1 Corinthians 1.18 says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those of us who are being saved, it is what? The power of God. You know why we put that there? So that when somebody's standing right here, they don't get too sidetracked. You don't need our opinions. We'll give it to you every once in a while. But ultimately, the power of God is in his word. Let's look at verse five again in Hebrews for just a moment as we land here. We are in his house, and this is our main idea tonight, holding fast. There's some key language here. And we are his house, and the the author says, if... Indeed, we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope, which is Christ. It is undeniable that Christ is the one who holds us, but it is also undeniable that you must also hold on to Christ. You have to hold on. That's the whole exhortation in the section. Hold fast. Now, is it by your own strength and merit? No. You hold fast to Christ through his strength and the power of his Holy Spirit. But nonetheless, the call on your life is to hold fast. This is all throughout the New Testament scriptures. It's undeniable that you must hold on to Christ as he holds on to you. 
It's not this thing where you're slipping into the pit of hell and Christ is just saying, come with me. No, it's, it's you saying and recognizing, Lord, I need you or I'm in deep trouble. And that's the, it's right here, plain as day in the text. Hold fast to Christ. I will say it again, do not play games with this. If you are living in blatant sin, and very little, if any of your life, looks like a man or a woman pursuing holiness, are you a Christian? Pastors don't like to ask that question. I will ask that question tonight. Are you a Christian? Have you counted the cost of what it means to be a Christ follower in a world where, mind you, it is becoming less and less popular to be a Christ follower? If you have not noticed, count the cost tonight, family, so that you can be indeed in the family. Scripture says of the Lord that he delights to see his children walking in the truth. God takes no pleasure in the downfall of the wicked. He loves each one of us, but he is a just God. And so what is our confidence? Well, it's that Christ has saved us. And that's just the whole contrast of the section is that Moses couldn't do it, but Jesus can. He's the fulfillment. Jesus said in Matthew 7, enter by the narrow gate For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter it are few? No. He says many. He also says many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name and didn't we do this in your name? And the most, I think it's the most sobering scripture in the whole Bible Because it says that the father will say to them, depart from me, I don't know you. It's as if you showed up at somebody's house and you thought you were invited to the party and the host opens the door and says, sorry, who are you? Now imagine for a minute on a human scale how humiliating that is. Maybe that's happened to you before. I don't know if that's happened to you before, but you see this depicted like in bullies in high school movies, right? Like they show up to the party and they almost pretend like they don't even know the person in an effort to make them feel less than. Now imagine on an eternal scale where your soul hangs in the balance. When that gate opens, that narrow gate, mind you, because that's what Matthew goes on to say, that it is a narrow road and a hard road that leads to life. When that gate opens, I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. That's what I'm living for. We're almost out of time tonight, so I don't have time to get into the parable of the sowers because it's a whole nother can of worms, but it is relevant to our text. But here is really the bottom line for us tonight. There's one key word that will define where you are at with Christ and the genuine relationship that you have with Christ. You know what it is? It's continuance. My wife and I have been married for going on six years and I know that that's not a long amount of time in the grand scheme of life, but I will tell you this. The testimony of my commitment to my bride is not measured by the words that I said six years ago. 
the testimony and the witness of my commitment to my bride is in the continuance of our relationship and the honoring of our marriage vows. You'll hear more from Pastor Shane Lance in a moment. I'm producer Rob of Walk in Truth with Pastor Michael Lance, reminding you that this is a listener-supported ministry, and we're really hoping you would consider becoming a Walk in Truth partner. Your contribution helps us broadcast on this station, provide the podcast, and with the -the behind-the-scenes work for this ministry, which reaches a lot of people like you. Please consider becoming a Walk in Truth partner for at least $10 a month and visit walkintruth.com to give. Now, I'm really excited about this. In fact, we all are. As a thank you, we'll send you more content from Pastor Michael and the Walk in Truth team. You will have quick access to our daily episodes. You can watch videos of Pastor Michael's most recent Sunday sermons and access to our bonus podcast and video series, A Step Closer. This month's series is called An Invitation to Intimacy, a look at intimacy in marriage through the Song of Solomon. Check this out. That's how I showed my anger. Mm. Not in words, but in, you can't have me. Mm-hmm. And that obviously took a toll in our relationship. Even for me, in a church that didn't shy away from it, it wasn't talked about a ton, but I remember getting married and my wife and I being like, this is weird. Like, so good now I guess (laughs) there was infidelity just a lot of financial issues you know all those things that make the top list of of why a marriage is hard the Lord's given us all things to enjoy the scriptures say and freedom is a big word as a Christian Mm -hmm. and unfortunately what's happened in the church is that the church has not always sent a message that we're supposed to enjoy life and be free. Mm. We've put a lot of unnecessary weights on people. Mm. And I'm not saying that there aren't boundaries and there's right. things that God wants done a certain way, but there's also freedoms that we can enjoy pleasure in life. <laughs> yes. All this and more is available to you as a thank you for becoming a Walk in Truth partner. Please visit walkintruth.com and click donate today. That's walkintruth.com. Click donate. Walkintruth.com. Click donate. We'd love to see who's listening. So please connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just do a search for Walkin' Truth Show. Now back to Pastor Michael's son, Pastor Shane Lance, on Walkin' Truth. There's one key word that will define where you are at with Christ and the genuine relationship that you have with Christ. You know what it is? It's continuance. My wife and I have been married for going on six years, and I know that that's not a long amount of time in the grand scheme of life, but I will tell you this. The testimony of my commitment to my bride is not measured by the words that I said six years ago. The testimony and the witness of my commitment to my bride is in the continuance of our relationship and the honoring of our marriage vows. I can say in a moment, I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But the testimony of my faithfulness and my my true commitment will be found in the continuance of those vows. 
And many people in our culture, and I realize that there are people in this room who have been through divorce, and my heart breaks for you, and I know that there are so many things that surround divorce, and there's so many different circumstances. But our culture is riddled with broken commitments. And the, the picture of marriage is pointing to a picture of Christ and his bride. And how much more important is it for us to continue in the faith, to stay the course, And I will just be real with you tonight. Some of you in this room have fallen away. You've left your first love. Yes, you are in the camp. You're in the house, if you will. But you've lost sight of who your master is. Come home. Repent. Be reconciled. And no one can make that step but you. No one. And so if that is you tonight, if you've gone astray, you can come home. How gracious is our God that though you and I fail him over and over again, like that story of the prodigal son, I love that story because it's the heart of who our God is. The father, does it say that when the prodigal son returned, the father stood shaking his head in disgust? No, it says that when he saw his son from afar, he ran to him with open arms. And our God is a gracious and merciful God. But you are not guaranteed tomorrow and neither am I. And I don't wanna leave any doubt for my loved ones as to where I will be in eternity. I want to leave a legacy that proclaims Christ and his faithfulness. And maybe you are on the fence tonight. You've been lukewarm in your faith. Come home. Be all in. Because though you will face trials of various kinds in this life, the reward far outweighs the struggles of this temporary time. Amen? Amen. We're not going to do a closing song tonight because the students are upstairs. They did a fantastic job. But the song that was on my heart as I was preparing this sermon was He Will Hold Me Fast. And the opening verse of that song says, when I fear my faith will fail, he will hold me fast. And when I fear that the tempter may prevail, he will hold me fast. You wanna have continuance in your faith with Christ? Hold on to him as he holds on to you. And the beautiful thing about it is that when you are out of strength and you have nothing left in the tank, he will not forsake you. But it's about being surrendered. Because you can fight. I just think of the road where Saul, who becomes Paul, is on the road to Damascus. And what, what does he say? What does the Lord say? He says, oh, Saul, isn't it hard to kick against the goads? You could say, if you were to paraphrase it in modern English, it's as if the Lord said to Saul on that road, aren't you tired of fighting against me? What I'd like to do tonight, as we are pretty much out of time, but you know what, it's okay. I would like to pray for you. And what I would like you to do is look at yourself honestly tonight. Tonight. 
Because as I've been preparing this sermon this week, I've had some rough moments with the Lord where I've had to realize this is an area of my life that I'm not surrendering to you, Father. And I need to surrender it to you. And all of us have those areas. So can I pray for you tonight? And I would encourage you that if there is an area of your life where you need accountability, where you need somebody to walk alongside you, would you come forward after the service and get prayer, talk to one of the pastors and get the help that you need? Because if you remain an island, you will not have victory in this area. Amen? Let me pray for you. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you that it is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, Lord. It, it, it pierces to the heart. And I know that I needed this. Lord, I need this reminder daily to not try to go back to Egypt, to not try to go back to Moses, if you will, but to, to be fixed on Christ, to hold fast. Thank you, Lord, that you don't forsake me. Thank you that you are a faithful father. You've been listening to Hold Fast, part four on Walk in Truth. And that was the conclusion of Pastor Michael's son, Pastor Shane, teaching in Hebrews 3, 1 through 6. If you missed any part of today's program, Walk in Truth is available on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and many more. Subscribe for free to hear Pastor Michael's teachings in more books of the Bible. Now, we have pastors on staff that would love to speak with you if you need prayer or counsel. Maybe these Ten Commandment teachings are bringing up some feelings you need to let out, or perhaps you have more questions. Go ahead and call Walk in Truth Tuesdays through Fridays during daytime hours at 844-48-TRUTH. That's 844-48-TRUTH. 844-48-TRUTH. Now here's Pastor Michael one more time before we go. Well, sometimes we hear this word lukewarm and we're like, well, what is it? <laughs> what does that look like to be a lukewarm Christian? I don't know if I am or I, you know, I'm not. Um, well, Jesus talked about lukewarmness in the book of Revelation and said those who are lukewarm, he was about to spit them out of his mouth. So whatever lukewarmness is, we don't want to be that, right? What is it? Well, it means that we're just not doing what we're supposed to do. We're not being, you know, we're not sharing our faith. We're not refreshing other people. We're kind of just doing nothing. Lukewarm is just somewhere sadly, tepidly in the middle, neither hot nor cold, not really good for much at all. And you say, well, that doesn't sound too positive. Well, I don't think it's supposed to. I think it's a challenge that if you are lukewarm like the Laodicean church in the book of Revelation, then get back to where you need to be. Reopen the door to the Lord so he can put a fire back in your heart. Light the fire again, O Lord. Make me be medicinal, uh, warm, or let me be cold, refreshing to souls who need it. Uh, see, friend, brother, sister, the Christian life isn't about us. It's about the Lord and others. And when we get that through our thick skulls, which mine's one of the thickest of all, <laughs> then we'll know what we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to walk. And 
We won't be lukewarm. Rather, we'll be on fire for the Lord. This is Pastor Michael Lance. You've been listening to the incredible book of Hebrews right here on Walk in Truth. These couple of messages were preached by my oldest son, Shane Lance, and I am excited that you are joining us. And we are doing a message called Hold Fast. We're exploring the book of Hebrews, and I'll tell you, it's powerful stuff. I pray that it's encouraging you to hold on a little bit tighter, even if you're facing some tough stuff. And if we can reach out to you in any way, you please reach out to us. When you go to the website, walkintruth.com, and reach out, you can send us a note through that website, walkintruth.com. And if you'd like to support us, and we pray for more Walk in Truth partners because it's allowing us to do more outreach to people like you, go to walkintruth.com and click on that Donate tab. Walkintruth.com, click Donate. God bless you. We'll see you here tomorrow. And remember, Walk in Truth is a listener-supported ministry. Please consider becoming a Walk in Truth partner. Your contribution helps us broadcast on this station, provide the podcast, and with the -the behind-the-scenes work for this ministry. Please consider becoming a Walk in Truth partner for at least $10 a month and visit walkintruth.com to give. As a thank you, we'll send you more content from Pastor Michael. You'll have quick access to our daily episodes. You can watch videos of Pastor Michael's most recent Sunday sermons and access to our bonus podcast and video series, A Step Closer. This month's series is called An Invitation to Intimacy, a look at intimacy in marriage through the Song of Solomon. All this and more is available to you as a thank you for becoming a Walk in Truth partner. Visit walkintruth.com and click donate. That's walkintruth.com and click donate. And join us tomorrow for Pastor Shane's second teaching called Hold Fast in Hebrews 3, 7 through 19. I'm Mike Massaro. Thanks for listening to Walk in Truth, where it's our goal to equip you to reach out with God's truth to all people.